We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, they're going back into session this week. Lots of moving pieces in this constitutional carry bill. We're talking right now with State Representative Bobby Cox. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Thanks, Charlie. Um, I'm doing great, but I'm a little frustrated with this bill. I'm yeah. that right now. So. so you guys send this bill out of the House over to the Senate, and then what happened? So, yeah, so this is, this is bill. This is my bill, actually, so I'm very, very personally involved with this. So it, it originated in the House. We passed it back in February of last year, and it went over to the Senate. Um, if they had just passed it the way we, way we wanted it, it would, we would have been the 29th state to be an open carry state without a permit. And that's uh, it's just painful. It baffles me. It's just it's taken this long to do this. And so with the Senate taking it up and adding amendments to it, it comes back to the original chamber to the House. And we either have to concur or not concur on their amendments. And that's this is where the, the, the dilemma is right now. You know, right. um, now, this. Yeah. No, I was going to say, let me ask you this question. Is this is this like concealed carry without a permit? Is it open carry without a permit? Is it both? Yeah. It is both, actually. Okay. So it doesn't do away with the CWP program. You can get that so you have reciprocities with other states, and right. I, I encourage people to do that for the training. Sure. But training is not mandatory. So if you can if you can buy, legally own a, a firearm, a pistol, you can carry it openly or concealed without a permit. And that's, in our mind, restoring a constitutional freedom that you just, you just don't need a permission slip from the government to exercise that. Right. So what was what's the biggest problem, do you think, or problems with the yeah. uh, amendments that came back from the Senate? Well, there's there's a lot of Republican senators over there that d- just do not like the permitless carry. They right. want some type of training, but it, that's not what we believe in the Constitution. So they could put mandatory training in there. So they, they kind of did this hokey bad policy with Amendment 36 of essentially creating two classes of offenses where – if a, if a bad guy commits a crime with a gun, but he has a CWP, he doesn't get as much, um, you know, uh, sentencing as a guy without a CWP, which is yeah. just bizarre. Let's just treat them all the same, you know? You know, I, so, I looked at that as, as just from the law-abiding citizen point of view. I mean, even the, even the bad guys would get a break if they had a CWP. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make sense. No. You know? So, you know, and that's, you know, they're trying to encourage training. I encourage training. As you know, Charlie, I'm, I work for a gun company. I'm right. a prior Army guy. I train all the time with my firearms, but it should not. This is the wrong approach to encourage training. But um, but like Senator Kimbrell said on your show yesterday, this bill would not have gotten out of the Senate without Amendment 36, unfortunately. So we're, yeah. we're dealing with that. So it's it's coming over to us. We'll probably debate it on Wednesday. Um, the, uh, the tenuous situation is 
um, little ethics lesson here in civics is that if, if we don't concur with the amendments, it goes to a conference committee. Yeah. And that's where you can kind of hash out the differences. Unfortunately, the way they assign the conference committee is they get three from each chamber. Um, you get a, a Democrat and the minority, and then you get two Republicans. Well, the, the chairman of the judiciary on the Senate side, Luke Rankin, who has been an adamant opponent to yeah. constitutional carry, gets an assignment on the conference. And you need two out of the three to vote for the changes. And so we're in the situation where we could not concur. It could go to the conference and it could die. We don't even get constitutional carry because they've rigged the conference with anti-permalist carry Republicans and Democrats. And so we're going to debate this. You know, do we go with the sure win? Uh, and like has been said before, you pass this law, we become a, a permalist carry state. It's not the best. But we, we pass it and concur with the amendments. We do that or we try to go to conference with the hope of it, of it not dying and try to take out the bad policy. So we're in this situation. We're going to be debating this um, this week. So. so we've had several uh, gun groups saying they're going to automatically mm-hmm. file a lawsuit um, about Amendment 36 in this bill. So this bill does have severability. Let's say you guys voted to concur um, yep. and, and it goes to the governor's desk and he signs it and we have. Um, our version of constitutional carry here in South Carolina. Then these gun groups come along and they say, hey, we don't think Amendment 36 is constitutional. The courts step in and they strike that down, but the rest of the bill remains intact, right? Exactly, yep. And we're still a permalist carry state and we get rid of that bad amendment. So, you know, we have to weigh weigh it out you know do we go for the sure win right now uh with getting permalist carry that's an advancement that no one can dispute in the state uh for a constitutional freedom yeah and then we deal with this this bad amendment either through the, through the law or we try to change it through law through legislation on, on the back end so I, you know i'm leaning towards concurring because it's a sure victory i don't want to leave it up to chance of in the hands of three senators as we've seen how they've handled this bill yeah and the hopes that they're, they're going to they're going to pull it out and change it because Right now, the, the cards are stacked against us, two two to three. I mean, two, you need two people out there, and we may have three people that are totally against it, you know, on the conference committee. So uh, it's it's going to be a, a, a big debate. We all got to get on board. And, um, you know, as people said before, if we pass this as is, it is an advancement of our constitutional freedoms, but it's just got some bad policies in it. That's it. So I, it just makes you wonder how we've gotten where we are with uh, members of our, our state Senate and our state House that aren't for yeah. our, our constitutional rights. Yeah, it, it, it baffles me. I mean, you know, I came into legislature six, six years ago and we weren't even an open carry state with a permit. You know, right. Yeah. And so and so we you know, that was one of that's a passion of mine being, you know, taking an oath on the Constitution working for a gun company, the second amendment is, is, I mean, it's near and dear to my heart, but you know, it protects everything else, you know, and we want to make sure that people right now, if a person is, feels unsafe or in their dangerous situation, it is weeks before they can actually carry a gun because they have to go through the process of training, getting a permit mailed yeah. back to them where this, if we were to actually enact permitless carry, they can immediately start protecting themselves and their families. And I don't know why, that's hard to wrap your, your brain around, you know? And I think it's one of those things where just a lot of people are not used to guns. You know, they seem as scary, and, you know, just yeah. that's why I always encourage training and have, an, and have a deep respect for them. But, you know, guns aren't killing people. People are killing people with guns, you know? And exactly so right. Um, 
So how how you know with everybody else that you're talking with, how likely is it that the House is going to concur? Go ahead and send this to the governor and let's work it out in court. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's it, it's really up in the air right now. I cannot, yeah. um, you know, I cannot. It's an election year, so people, you know, they they vote different ways. You know, they're, we're hearing a lot of you know from different sides, and some of them are looking at different ways perspective so as of right now i'm not really certain what will happen we're going to meet with with all the key players tomorrow talk it through the gun groups some of the the house leadership with all the different caucuses to make sure like hey you know let's let's not you know throw out the baby with the bathwater, you know and make a rash move here where we kill constitutional carry because we're hung up on this one amendment you know and so we just need to be precarious and, and go forward so it's just um as, as, I, as I love to say, you know, we make fun of each other in a different chamber, but the Senate's going to Senate, and they Senate this bill really, really yeah. bad. You know? <laughs> they sure did. They sure did. State Representative Bobby Cox, I appreciate you calling in this afternoon. Thank you. I know you got some uh, tough decisions to make over the next couple of days, so keep us updated. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll do Take it. Thank care. you. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.